Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome to Crypto and Cognac. I am Illuminati, and this is presented to you by Crypto Caribbean. How are you all doing today? I'm going to give some a little bit of time for everyone to get in. I know the line is around the corner. Don't worry, everybody has been listed. Let's do this. Yeah? Today we're going to be talking about getting set up. Right? This has been, you know, one of the questions that we've had most asked since we've started. So it's definitely, I know it's one of the topics that, you know, you guys are most excited about. Um, what's up, Corey? The Don himself, Mr. Stefan. How are you going, buddy? Enjoying life in Miami? So, just as a reminder, I just want to reaffirm that nothing shared tonight is or should be considered financial or investment advice. This is purely for information, education, and conversation. I see Crypto Caribbean is in the chat. We're going to get started shortly. Today, we do not have a guest. Our guest tonight is Binance Exchange. And Binance Exchange is actually the number, the number one centralized exchange in the world by volume, that's in terms of liquidity. So we're gonna be showing you guys how to get set up on Binance today. Um, Binance is also one of those exchanges that works best in the Caribbean. So I will share with you guys some other exchanges that depending on where you are in the world that you could use, but we're gonna primarily focus on Binance. And as you guys know, it's crypto and cognac. Tonight I'm having some Remy Martin VSOP. Remy Martin is actually one of the oldest cognac houses in the world. And the VSOP Champagne Cognac is what I'm having tonight. So the Champagne Cognac is not sparkling cognac. It's not bubbly cognac. It actually derives its name because as, you, as I've said to you guys before, brandy can only carry the name of a cognac if it comes from a particular region in France, the cognac region. And this is made up of six appellations. And for your cognac to be considered a champagne cognac, it has to come from two specific appellations within that region and that is the Grande Champagne region or the Petit Champagne region in Cognac. So that is where the grapes that are used to make the Remy Martin VSOP Champagne Cognac comes from and thus it gets its name Remy Martin Champagne Cognac and uh, these regions actually get their name of Champagne not because um, they make champagne there, but actually champagne is a French term that is used uh, to mean chalky soil. So these two particular appellations are quite famous for their chalky soil and thus the Grande 
um, champagne and petit champagne appellations are the names yeah um, we're gonna wait a few more seconds for a couple other people to come in um, we have a few people who have specific questions that they would want to ask so we want to give those people an opportunity to come in guys feel free to share your questions in the comments you could either share it in the active comments or you could send it to me privately um, if you don't want your name shared just let me know in the comments as well so I could check it in a little later on we're gonna also open up the lines so a couple of people could call in and ask me questions specifically yeah um, I'm gonna start sharing some content so you guys could follow Give me two seconds let me get to this information right so first of all when setting up your crypto wallet yeah that's i actually think the first thing that you should do is set up a new email address one that is separate from all the different subscriptions that you have all the different times you've logged in um online and yes Felicia, you need to have a notebook and pencil ready. The second thing, maybe the first thing, even before you set up this new um, email address, I would recommend that you get a book to write down all your information, all your passwords, because you're not going to use bad girl 51 password hotty hotty 2 as your password. So. I advise you guys to make the most complicated password you can using letters, numbers, um, different symbols. Write down all your passwords in your notebook. Right? Make sure that you have a physical backup of your information. So yes, the first thing I would say, get a notebook. Second thing, set up a new email address as I have on the screen. Um, ProtonMail is an email server that I recommend. They have a pretty good um, encryption mail system. Corey, I'm sorry. I didn't want to give away your um, Hotgill92 name, but yeah. Buddy, I know who you are. I know who you are. I know you have that Hotgill password. Right, so first thing, guys, get the book, notebook to back up everything. Second thing, new email address. Yeah, so after you get this new email address, the next thing would be to set up your Binance account. And I've actually, you know, taken the liberty of trying to help you guys out with that part of the setup. So if you go to my profile, um, there is a link there. You just click on the link and you go straight through. There is a reference code attached to the link and that allows you guys to get a discount off of your fees when trading or transacting on Binance. Yeah, it does benefit me as well. I do get um, a similar discount as you guys get, but I mean, I feel like I've gotten this discount quite well, but I mean, you guys can benefit from a 5% discount if you 
register using the link so go to the link hit the link sign up using the new password that you would have created also you will have to set up a new password when registering for binance do not use the same email password right guys try to be as safe as you can set up a new password and do the same thing for your new password as you would have done with the email password and that is write it down in your notebook make sure that you have it backed up yeah now once you're in binance you've set up you have your account set up okay this is actually the wrong thing what am i doing sorry about that guys once you have your account set up on binance the next step everybody wants to know how do i get funds onto binance so that i could start owning crypto that i could start buying crypto right and once you go into binance on the very front page i have an arrow there it says credit card or debit cards now there are other ways including bank transfers that you can use to onboard your fiat currency to binance but today we're going to go through using your credit card or debit card visa or master debit card unfortunately your regular let's say scotia uh, visa debit card or your unit trust visa debit card is not going to work because at the end of the day the transaction is going to be processed in us so unless that debit card has access to a us account you are not going to be able to set up using a debit card so for here it really means using your credit card so you go to the opening page of the app and you will see credit slash debit card you click on that i'm not seeing that here i'm seeing verify account oh you've not you've not registered yet this is after you go through the verification process so verification basically has to do with verifying your identity you can do this from the beginning or you could do it later on what verification allows is it gives you higher limits of being able to transact business whether it be deposits or withdrawals on your binance account it's not a necessary step from the jump uh, i think without verification you're only allowed to do like one bitcoin withdrawal at a time um, if you do full verification you're able to do withdrawals significantly higher for example 100 so verification just basically means yes doing your kyc so usually they would ask you for your name email address they may ask you for a passport picture they may ask you for a verification of your address and this is just the regular run-of-the-mill things that you would do with a bank right so binance exchange is a centralized exchange and it's very much like a bank um so a lot of the procedures would be similar to a bank but very different as well but i'm using this option as it's the easiest way for people who've not transacted in the crypto space previously to make that transition in terms of it allows you some exposure without 
some of the responsibilities of self-custody that have become you know synonymous with the crypto space right so after you've clicked on your to credit with your credit card it's gonna take you to this page right and it's gonna ask you to buy USDT which is a US dollar equivalent stablecoin as you get into the crypto space you're gonna learn a little bit more about stablecoins stablecoins are basically tokens that are pegged to particular fiat currencies so they don't fluctuate in prices so one USDT is generally very close to one US dollar so you would see the numbers there and then you would put in the number of US dollars that you're willing to spend to carry out that transaction in the first place. So here we're gonna do it with 100 US dollars. Binance allows you, to, well, for people who are fully verified, like I am, to onboard between $15. You can't onboard anything less than $15 and up to 15,000 US dollars at a time, yeah? In terms of which is better or safer between USDT or USDC, which is another stable coin, um, it all it all it comes down to your preference. Um, USDT is one of the most popular, but USDC is one that is um, backed by Coinbase and a lot of corporate parties have taken a liking to using USDC. There is also, like how TT says, BS, BUSD, which is a stable coin that is um, native to the Binance ecosystem, and it allows you to pay slightly cheaper fees when transacting business on Binance Network using BUSD. Yeah, so... We could discuss a little bit more about that as we get further in. So we're going to buy 100 US dollars worth of USDT or USD Theta, which is the name of this stable coin. And one of the most popular, it's been probably one of the longest um, existing stable coins, right? Now, once you go there, you will be, and you click to go further, after you've purchased, after you've clicked the $100, it's going to take you to this screen and you're going to see how much USDT you're going to get for your $100 US because there is a minimal trans transaction fee. As you would see there, the conversion rate is 1 to 1.015101051. Right? So you will get, you will end up getting 98. 0.51 USDTs, right? If you do not have a card already set up to your Binance account, they're going to give you the option to add a new card. And you just click, the, as the arrow shows you below, add new card, right? When you click add new card it's going to take you to the next page where you basically just input your card information so your first name your last name the card number the expiration date of the card and you know your security code 
as you see here, I mean, it's very much like doing any kind of purchase online. Excuse me. So you put in your information and then you click next. After you click next, it's going to take you to the final page where that is going to actually process your transaction. Once you've processed your transaction, you will then come out, come back out to the main page and there you will see at the bottom of your screen, I don't know if you guys can see properly based on the quest, the comments, but at the bottom of the screen, you will see home, you will see markets, you will see trade, you will see futures, and you will see wallets. What you're going to do at that point in time is click on wallets. And clicking on wallets is going to take you to as it says your crypto wallet that is going to show you the balance of crypto that you have right so i'm actually using my live wallet to show you guys so just like you see btc there um you're going to see usdt at the bottom there and you will see the corresponding amount of usdt that you have purchased in your wallet right so that's just where you would see your funds. But, I mean, nobody's buying into crypto to just keep USDT. Everybody wants to know how do I access the other tokens? How do I access Bitcoin? How do I access Ethereum, etc., etc. So, what you do at this point, if you want to then transact with one of the existing cryptocurrencies, you go to the bottom of the screen that says markets, right? And then you type into the search bar, the particular token that you're looking for. In this case, I'm using, I'm using Bitcoin, which ticker is BTC. Um, I'm seeing Felicia says, I'm on my laptop. It says 100 USD. 99.5 usdt that's great fees are probably low right now so you're getting more um when i would have set this up that's what the it would have been giving me 98 dollars and 50 cents but you guys need to understand that um there are a lot of market fluctuations in crypto so not every day the amount that you buy is going to be the same wes what's up man so when you go into the markets tab, you type into the search bar BTC. As I said, that's the ticker for Bitcoin. And you guys can see some pairings, right? Now I have some pairings that I have favorited because these are some of the tokens that I look at on a regular basis. And you will see BTC to USDT pairing. You see in the, the finger pointing towards it. Now, if you would have bought another um, stable coin, you will have to look for that particular pairing. So if you bought USDC stable coin, you would have to look for the BTC slash USDC pairing. If you bought Binance USD stable coin, you would have to look for the BTC slash BUSD pairing. 
Now, once you've seen that pairing, you just go ahead and you click on it. And from that point, it is going to take you to the trading chart. So this is a live trading chart of the price of the token. So you will see the fluctuations in the graph there. The green lines, which we call candles, represent all the points where the token price would have gone up. And the red lines represent where the token price would have gone down over a particular period. So if you look here, you've seen 15 minutes at the top. So this would be the trades, the transactions, or the movement of the token in over the 15 minute period. So what you do here, if you wanna use your USDT or your stable coin to buy Bitcoin, just click on buy as you see below. When you click on buy, it is gonna take you to the live trading chart and you will see what the price of Bitcoin is at the point in time. And you will see, you will get to decide how much of your token or how much of your stable coins you want to use to buy Bitcoin at this particular point in time. You could choose, there are some standard settings where you could choose either 25% of your, let's say $99, if you want to use $50, 50%, if you want to use 75%, or if you want to go the entire $100. So you put in the amount of USDT that you're willing to spend and you will see how much BTC you could get for that, how much Bitcoin you're able to obtain for that price. One of the good things about crypto and one of the things that I will tell a little story, one of the things that kept me from getting into crypto a lot earlier than I did was that I always felt that I needed to buy an entire Bitcoin. And I was always like, damn, a Bitcoin is so damn expensive. How am I going to buy a Bitcoin? But the fact of the matter is that you can buy 0.00001% of a Bitcoin, right? So literally, if you have $10, you can buy $10 worth of Bitcoin. So here, um, based on the price at that point in time, which was... $34,669.79 and me spending $99.97, I would have gotten 0.002883 Bitcoin. And at that point, once that price is okay with me, I click buy BTC. Now, you don't have to buy at the current price. If you think that the price is going to go down and you want to buy at a lower price, you can then decide to set the price that you're willing to pay and it will go into your order book. And only when the price hits, the actual live price hits your requested price is when that order will go through. So I see Daniel asking, is there an advantage in buying the stablecoin first rather than buying it direct with your credit card? Is it cheaper? The, the benefit of buying a stablecoin is that you get to decide on the price that you want to buy Bitcoin at. Because the fact of the matter is crypto is such a fluctuating market currently that if you then decide you know, you're going to buy Bitcoin straight from your credit card, 
you may your transaction may go through at one of those points where Bitcoin is pretty high and then you know you buy in and by the time the funds hit your account you see you have $80 worth of Bitcoin but it's it's just because of when that transaction would have gone through and when it would have landed in your account when you would have purchased it it would have been at a higher price when it would have gone through it would have been at a lower price so just to manage those fluctuations or manage that volatility i would recommend that you know people buy stables and then choose the price that they want they're comfortable getting in that excuse me too much talking not enough drinking yeah so choose the price that you want to get in at and do the process like I'm doing now. Set it. So let's say, for example, the price at the point when I wanted to put in an order was 34669 but I don't really want to pay 34000 for a Bitcoin. I could set an order to purchase Bitcoin at, let's say, $33,500 and put through that order. And whenever Bitcoin goes to $33,500 or under, the, at that point is when my transaction would go through. So it allows you for a little bit more control of your um, buying price. So that's why I recommend always to onboard, which is the process of moving from fiat to crypto, onboard using stable coins. Yeah. So again, once you've put through your order and you're waiting for it to go through, you again go to wallet. And then once the transaction goes through, you will see um, your Bitcoin. You will now see that your balance would change in terms of how much money you have in USDT and how much money you have in Bitcoin at that point in time. right um this is where we go into the questions um just a few points in terms of that's basically how easy it is so for each for each token that you're interested in whether it be bitcoin whether it be ethereum whether it be cardano whether unfortunately it may be dogecoin or any other altcoin you basically just search for the coin and you go through the process you find the pairing always the pairing with the stable coin that you currently own and then you do the transaction at that point in time and then you go back to your wallet to check to see what the values are in terms of other resources that i recommend for persons now starting off in their crypto journey i recommend the coin gecko app um, and it, it may be blocked here based on what I'm seeing on my screen, but it's CoinGecko, C-O-I-N-G-E-C-K-O. And that is a great app for, um, for you seeing the daily values of the various cryptocurrencies. Um, 
as I said before, Proton Mail, great email service. Yeah, Crypto Caribbean just tagged it there, CoinGecko. Um, Proton Mail, which is a great email service in terms of setting up your emails in the first instance. Also recommend as you get more and more into the crypto space, setting up a MetaMask wallet. MetaMask is a self-custody wallet, which is a little different from a Binance or a centralized wallet. And this allows for you to basically be your own bank. The setup is a little different to setting up a Binance, but I mean, we could go through that in a subsequent session. Anybody who, you know, is anxious to learn about metamask and self-custody wallets you can feel free to hit me a dm and we could go into it but you know there are tons and tons and tons of different exchanges tons of different um types of wallets so i'm just gonna give you guys a quick run through of you know just some of the um tools some of the wallets some of the exchanges that i use so binance you see is you know at the top there then b21 is a wallet kraken is an exchange coin gecko as i talked to you guys about before metamask mew wallet bitcoin.com brave is a browser like um, google or chrome but it's specific to crypto in that it does not keep your information um it does not they don't sell your information as well to the highest bidder um, Nexo Wallet, um, Proton Mail, as you see, I have tons of email, Ascend Exchange, OKEX, Trust Wallet, Bits, Stamp, SafePal, Bilaxi, Crypto.com, Bit, Bybit. Now, these are no way um, recommendations, or I'm not advocating for any particular exchange. Be very careful when choosing exchanges. Um, a lot of exchanges have issues with liquidity. So as always, you know, do your own research. Um, I'm just sharing with you guys, you know, some of the tools that I use. Um, KuCoin, we have Coinless. Um, I have Authy and Google Authenticator, which are some of the security um, apps that I use in terms of as means of verifications. We have Celsius Wallet. We have... Um, Binance Academy, which is a great tool for learning about the space. Um, you could download the Binance Academy app. Uh, they have a great glossary of terms so that you can learn more about it. Um, Medium is a kind of a social media platform. A lot of the projects that launch on in the crypto space have articles and stuff on Medium. FTX Pro is a pretty good exchange. Um, Yes, Felicia, it's a lot. <laughs> and the deeper you get, I'm not saying to download all of these. I'm just, you know, sharing with you guys. Um, some tokens, certain um, ecosystems have, you know, wallets specific to them. So Yuri, Yuri is a Cardano, Cardano um, specific wallet. There's Gemini Exchange, there's Hobie. So... Sorry about that. Keyboard is noisy. Sorry about that. Um, let me see if I could turn down the volume on that. 
but yeah there's bithub global there's mantra wallet hobi is an exchange bithub is an exchange so there tends to be you know not all tokens are available on every single exchange so sometimes to just have access to different exchanges you have to you know participate on different exchange on ex exchanges to get different tokens yeah <laughs> chips in a snack bag oh it might be my um i'm eating some welch's um fruit snaps but at this point you know i'm open to taking calls to answer specific questions i know um there are a couple of people who have recently started the process so maybe answering their questions may allow for some of the other people to get some of their questions answered so if you have specific questions felicia i'm talking to you you can feel free to call in page toby um Pound TT, I, I realize that you have some experience in this space. So feel free to call in and, you know, give your, give your um, perspective, your experience. At the end of the day, this is all about sharing. This is all about learning. This is all about having conversations, building awareness around cryptocurrency and the cryptocurrency market and the space. Yeah, we have, hello, I see, I see. I see, I see you have, um, I see you have your pencil in your hand. So I know you've been taking your notes. Oh, look at you. <laughs> You're ready. You're ready. Such a diligent student. But do you have a drink? Are you having a drink with me or not? What is water? This is crypto and cognac. I hope there's some cognac in that cup. Okay, okay. I your 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 I'm getting a little delay with your um with your audio, but go ahead. I see Hound asking me if I have investments in all of those exchanges. Every single exchange that I use, I've put money into. And part of my process has been, you know, I've been, I've been going through this process to be able to come and share with people and, you know, give people advice on, you know, what works, what doesn't work, what um, works with the Trinidad environment, what doesn't work with the Trinidad environment, what works with the Caribbean environment, and what doesn't work with the Caribbean environment. So, yes, I've, I've used all of those um, exchanges that I have apps for. Um, some of them, you know, I might have $20 or $10 as the case may be. It's not much. I'm not. Please don't look for me and try to rob me of my crypto. You will probably get like a total of $2.27. But yeah, I've used them all. It's not it's not really stressful um because I don't I don't check them every day, you know. Like like I always advise people don't invest more than you're willing to or you're able to lose. So that allows you to sleep pretty well at night 
even despite the various volatility and fluctuations in the market. Yeah. You have your question. Right. Yeah, I'm ready for you. Sorry about that. Okay. So my first question would be why buy well, so Binance and the experience that Binance has been experiencing lately is not something unique to them. Cryptocurrency and the crypto market has been disrupting the traditional financial system. And as such, we're going to see more and more countries and more and more central banks move to regulate cryptocurrency on a whole. Binance is the largest exchange in the world in terms of volume, in terms of how much trading is done on their platform. So basically, if you get things worked out for Binance, it's kind of easy to then rule it onto the smaller exchanges. So I think that's what we are seeing now with Binance. Um, as always, I, I, I recommend that you try to find your way as soon as possible into an environment where you are custodying your own crypto, where you're not reliant on a third party to hold your crypto. So whether that be a self-custody um, wallet like a MetaMask or whether it is you're using a hard wallet um, where you're in full control of your cryptocurrency. The challenge that comes with that is that you are your own bank and there is no, there's no support, there's no help helpline or uh, customer support to call if you have an issue. So for people new in this space, who are still kind of working things out, I recommend you know going with an exchange, a centralized exchange, um, just so that you get your feet wet, just so that you familiarize yourself with you know, some of the things in the space. And why not go with the biggest? You know, so and Binance works very well in the Caribbean in terms of accepting Caribbean credit cards. Um, there are some local banks that don't allow for crypto purchases. I'm not going to call anybody's names, but I mean, if you have specific questions about that, feel free to hit me at DM. Yeah. Um, if I have to start, if any of us have to start uh, by which one? That's because I know there's Bitcoin, Ethereum, etc. Why? 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 Why are you trying to put? Why are you trying to put me on spot? Um, so I try, I try not to give financial advice, especially not in this forum, because when I do um, advise, it has, it comes after understanding, you know, what your risk tolerance are, what your time horizons are, um, what your exposure is, you know, how much funds you have to to dedicate it, how how long you want to be in and those kind of things. So it's a lot more personalized. But in terms of getting involved in the crypto space, I would say that if you want to get into crypto, it means you want to get into Bitcoin because Bitcoin is crypto. There is no crypto without Bitcoin. So let's the same way I, you know, I chose Binance because they are 
the largest and most established. I would say if you want to experience the crypto space, you have to have some part of your portfolio in Bitcoin because Bitcoin is the largest cryptocurrency by far right now. Ethereum is a close, well, Ether, which is the native token for the Ethereum um, network, is a close second. So yeah, if 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 if, if you have, if you have specific questions about specific tokens, slide in my DM, right, and we'll have a, a we have a more personal conversation. Yeah. I don't know if anybody else has questions because I have all. So if anybody well, until 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 somebody else call, keep asking your questions. Maybe they're happy that you asking the questions that they want to ask. Right. So I keep seeing. Because I've been watching like YouTube videos and following things on Twitter, yeah. and I keep seeing that in order to buy NFTs, it is better mm -hmm. to have. Yes. Have, so, so that is something. Then, if you're interested in NFTs, to buy Ethereum. Yeah. So, so right now, the Ethereum marketplace is where most NFTs are transacted. So, if you wanna purchase NFTs, you pretty much need to have Ethereum, but you also need a, a, a wallet that is able to um, hold NFTs. So most centralized exchanges like Binance, you can't custody your NFTs on a, in a Binance wallet. So you're going to need a wallet like a Metamask or a Trust wallet if you want to hold your NFT um, you want to hold your NFTs, and if you want to purchase NFTs, yeah. Um, yeah. What's that? Sorry. And you mentioned something else to hold the NFT. Trust, trust wallet. Trust. Trust. Yeah. Okay. Um, Daniel, sorry, I don't know if you wanted to, you know, ask this question anonymously. Please just let me know if you want to ask a question anonymously next time. How would you get crypto converted back to fiat to purchase, to make a purchase? So there are a few options in terms of this. Um, as it relates to Binance, which we talked about, you can simply just wire transfer back um, your stablecoin to your bank account from Binance. And it, it doesn't take very long. It takes a couple of days. At most, I've, I've heard of people while transferring uh, crypto back to their bank accounts and it hitting their accounts, you know, within a couple hours. So the easiest way wire transfer back from your, from your um, exchange account, um, there are a few people on the ground in Trinidad and Tobago who purchase crypto. Um, so you could always do a peer-to-peer -peer transaction. You know, somebody wants to onboard um, who may not have access to a credit card, who may not be able to wire transfer. Yeah, it definitely works with local bank accounts. Yeah, so you just, you just, you just ask the bank for the information in terms of wire transferring the um, money back. You will need your local bank's SWIFT number and your bank number and that kind of thing and you just it's just like doing a normal wire transfer so the same way that you can wire transfer money from your bank account to your binance account 
you can send money back from your Binance account to your local bank account. Yeah. So where, uh, where on the um, app or the website would we have to enter that information about our bank if we want to transfer from the wallet? Back to your bank account? Yeah. It, it, there, is a, there is a link on the home page. Um, I'll share it, I'll share it after. Um, that allows you to just wire transfer it back to your bank account where you would put in the information. But it, or it has to be, and this is why it's important to do KYC because the KYC would enable it to be sent from your Binance account in your name to a bank account in your name. Right? So you can wire transfer back to, let's say, a, a bank account in your mother's name. Right? And if you are sending crypto back to your bank account, it's sent in US dollars. If you do not have a US dollar bank account and you're not wire transferring back to a US dollar bank account, the bank will convert it to the currency of your bank account. So if you send it back to your TT bank account, the bank will convert it to TT before depositing it to your bank account. So, you know, that's something you need to um, be cognizant of because there is a difference in the buy-sell rate. So let's say you send $100, you use your credit card and you buy $100 worth of US, you would have probably bought that at the selling rate, which is 6.7993. And if you were to transfer back that same $100, the bank is going to convert it at the buy rate. And right. that is 6.1. So there is a difference there and there will be a loss of value in terms of that. Yeah, so that's something that you need to be aware of. So when you say homepage, at the homepage, right? So there's a section that says buy crypto, credit that mm -hmm. card trading, there, there is a section below that. Now, what I would say is I'm not very familiar with the Binance um, desktop desktop option because I, I use the app. I use the app 100% of the times, right? Uh, so I'm a lot more familiar with the app's interface. So, I mean, we could always touch base uh, offline to go through that. You know, I'm, I'm always available. <laughs> What is what? P2P trading. Yes, that's that's Right. So if you're selling your crypto to someone else who has a crypto wallet. Okay. Yeah. So there are there are a lot of different things that as you get deeper into the space, um, you're gonna wanna you know try out as you get more knowledgeable. But what I would say for, for um, new people in this space, you know, stick, stick to spot trading, S-P-O-T. Leave margins alone, leave leverage trading alone. You know, stick, stick to your spot trading, you know, which is basically just buying um, tokens at one-to-one -to -one for, for lack of a better term.
ya. Mark, what's up, Dora? What's that? What is shortening market? I was reading about people shortening market. <laughs> I just, I just, I just told you to leave futures oh, and margin trading alone. Yeah. So, 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 so basically, shorting, shortening market, shortening market is basically um, you basically uh, the simple way of explaining it is you're betting that the price of a particular token is gonna go down. So you're getting in and betting against the token going up. So if the token goes down, um, you earn you earn some rewards or you, you earn gains based on on that movement. But that is a very, very tricky and I would say advanced level um, application. You know, so I, I would not recommend for newbies to get involved in shorts and you know the other version of it is longs which is you're betting that the price of the token is going to go up stay long. no as an l-o-n-g so short okay. and long short and long ah okay yeah i just i saw the terminology so i know you yeah the i mean to ask the question so yeah that i mean a lot of a lot of day traders um, and people who actively trade crypto would participate in longs and shorts and usually using leverage trading. But as I said, advanced, you can, yeah. you can a lot of people get, ex a lot of people get excited about leverage trading and margin trading because you can make a lot of money very quickly, but you can also lose your shoot very quickly. Right. And especially in a very volatile environment like the crypto market is, I do not recommend it for someone who's new. It requires you to have a lot of training in understanding markets in terms of being able to do technical analysis and be able to predict market conditions. I do not advise it for the average person. And what's a lightning wallet? Have a lightning wallet and then tether. How do you pronounce that? And then Ethereum. Yeah. So, so, so what is a lightning? So, so light, lightning is just basically a, um, scaling, a scaling solution for the Bitcoin network. So a lightning wallet basically just allows you to access those scaling solutions. So again, that is not entry level stuff, right? <laughs> the crypto. The crypto I know, I know the crypto, the, the crypto rabbit hole is a very, very exciting and deep one. And you are going to lose yourself down that hole. But just understand, you know, pace yourself, pace yourself in terms of how you obtain information, pace yourself, you know, learn one thing at a time and it will open up to you. Um, lightning wallets are... Uh, don't study about lightning. Stick to spot trading. S-P-O-T. Let me just say this, right? I don't know any of these terms. So I'm saying it. So I don't know that. I, I, love, I love the question. I love the question. I'm just, yeah, I, I was just, I've been making notes. You said make notes. So I've been making yeah, notes to ask. for sure. For sure, for sure. Because, you know, me telling you to stay away from lightning is also going to save somebody in this um 
live from you know losing their shirt. I can help somebody. I'm very yeah. Happy. Do do let lightning strike you right now. Right. <laughs> any What's any your... other questions? I have a lot more. Yeah. Go for it. Can... Go for it. We we have we have a few more minutes. There's something about whale. And there's like a <laughs> So a whale basically is someone who owns, who owns a significant number of a particular token, would be considered that token's whale, right? So, and a whale, because of the number of tokens that they have, can influence the movement of a token by their activity in terms of whether they sell that token or whether they buy that token. So. The standard definition of a Bitcoin whale is someone who owns 1,000 or more Bitcoin. Okay. Yeah, so let's say Bitcoin is um, $34,000 for one now. That person has $34 million worth of Bitcoin. That Or more, that person is considered a whale. So if we, if we extrapolate that across all tokens... Um, 1,000 Bitcoin is pretty much, um, <laughs> listen, stop spreading, stop spreading um, propaganda. I am not a wheel, right? <laughs> um, you basically need to have 0.005% of a token's total supply to be considered a wheel, right? So... If a token has 100 million tokens, just do your calculation, 0.005%. I have a saying, be a whale, because that's one of my goals. My goal is to be a whale. You know, any token that I invest in, I'm trying, I'm trying to become a whale in that token so I could, you know, have a certain level of leverage. All right. And what are the I saw that what I have with? So even though we're trading, um, right. if I, what are the fees that we have to pay? So the, the, right, so so there are differences in the fees attached to um, attached to a centralized exchange as compared to a decentralized exchange. So a decentralized exchange or a decentralized wallet, every transaction that you do interacts directly with the blockchain, right? And there is a fee for interacting with the blockchain because at the end of the day, that because of the consensus algorithm attached to our blockchain, that transaction has to be verified and vetted by certain people in the space, right? So um, there are fees attached to that. When it is centralized. In centralized exchanges, centralized exchanges set their own fees. So that fee would be set by the exchange and... You know, the, those exchanges have the opportunity to set those fees as they want. So, for example, I would have said at the beginning, if you use my ref referral code for Binance, it gets you 5% off fees. Binance could afford to do that because they set the fees. There is no way of getting... Binance is centralized. Yes, Binance is a centralized exchange. Centralized meaning that it's owned by one organization or 
whatever is the case. Um, yeah, so, and the hash rate is totally different from the fees. The hash rate is how quickly miners and validators are able to process those transactions. So right now, that is not beginner stage. Don't ask me. <laughs> Where you're confusing the people in the in the chat. Where's that? Where's that? Ask me, ask me. And then I'm gonna get to Luke. I'm gonna get to Luke's um question. Where's yeah, that? That's trying to stop, you know, they closed off but the, the mining affected the free. Yeah, yeah. Because because the less the less miners that they have to process transactions, it's gonna slow down the rate at which transactions are processed. So Right. The lower the hash rate, yeah, and when yeah, there when there are, so Luke Luke is asking, do you have to sell your USDT to someone on Binance in order to get money wired to Trinidad? Could you explain a little more? Okay, so exchanges offer a market for buyers and sellers to interact, right? USDT is a stable coin. So stable coins are in high demand and they're traded one-to-one -one pretty much with the stable coins that they, the, the fiat currency that they are attached to. So USDT is pegged to the US dollar. So how much ever USDT you have, Binance is basically going to just wire transfer you the equivalent of that in US dollars. So you don't really have to sell it to someone else. Once you do that transfer back using your Binance account, Binance is going to do the conversion to you, for you. The same way they, as they would have sold you the USDT or any other stable coin, they are going to allow you to transfer it back to fiat currency at that point in time. Yeah, I hope that clarifies your question. If you have a further question, feel free to just drop it into the um, chat. Yeah. Paige, where was doing so long, Gail? You're now rich. You're late. All right, Felicia, your next question, because I know you have them. Yes. And you keep up with me that are asking things that Paige, you went on dolls up. Hi, Paige. I know earlier you Felicia, is that Hennessy cocktail? Yeah, we can call it that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Felicia is going to ask a question, and then Paige is going to ask a question. Uh, I must say, do I have one? Right. I just wanted a I don't know where y'all are right Sorry? now. Just ask, you, just ask your question when the time comes, and we'll answer it, even if we have answered it before. Because right. there are probably a few people like you who just joined as well. I love your view as well. Well, let's sure. go ahead. Sure, sure. That's a good one. All right, all right. I, w I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't um, tell people where you at. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> but that's an amazing view of the city. Paige, so go ahead. Felicia is allowing you to ask your question. So go ahead. Ask what, what, what are the things that you want to find out? One of the questions I wanted to know out of curiosity is how do you determine, um, you know, what type of cryptocurrency you want to invest in, right? Now, I just went blindly with two based on what a friend of mine 
been four for years as well as um you know someone else so i just kind of went over who have a little knowledge on it mm-hmm. um but basically i think like for me myself you know how, how do you determine what what cryptocurrency is superior or, or is going to be the long term or is a great investment right. that's that's a good question so i'm going to tell you what i look for um when i'm you know reviewing a particular project so i look at i look at the team that's behind the project i look at their use case in terms of what they are actually going to be able to do um i ex- i look at in terms of use case how they're going to disrupt a, a traditional um industry and i kind of try to make a a, a guesstimation of so you you how they're going to disrupt a certain industry so then yeah. how is how is bitcoin going to uh, you know interrupt an industry and how do you know that like what do, what in the do, 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 do we have five hours okay so bit the way the way i see it bitcoin <laughs> is an almost perfect monetary policy right bitcoin allows for um it one is deflationary right because there are only 21 million bitcoin um available there will only, only always be 21 million bitcoin available right as compared to fiat currency where which allows for you know anything to be printed like you know the us has been printing a lot of money in terms of offering all these stimulus this stimulus is not being created um out of real value they're literally just you know going to their printer and printing money um next week actually i have someone on who is going to speak specifically to bitcoin and the value of bitcoin i'm no way able to convey as eloquently as this gentleman about bitcoin but what i would what i would say is that what what most people say is that bitcoin is the new gold right and what makes bitcoin better and and we all know why we see value in gold right but one of some of the drawbacks of gold is that it's heavy it's bulky you can't really just you know carry it around it costs a lot to secure it it costs a lot to transfer it nobody really walking down the road and handing somebody a bar of gold right but if you could do that in a in a digital space would that be something that you know is beneficial to you gotcha right so gotcha. In, in addition to its deflationary manner it's digital um the 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 consensus mechanism around blockchain that allows for it, um to be immutable in terms of you know you don't have to everything that operates on the bitcoin blockchain is there for everyone to see so you don't have to basically trust that something someone what someone says because it's there attached to the blockchain if someone says you know i have 
two Bitcoin that I want to sell to you, you can easily check the blockchain and see their wallet and see if they actually have this $2 million. So some of those things. But we're going to get way more into that next week. I'm not going to even pretend. Oh, it's next week. I think next week will be. Yeah, but we're only going to talk Bitcoin next week. We're not going to get into too much specifics as it relates to tokens, because like as I was telling uh, Felicia before, as it relates to tokens, um, it has a lot to do with the individual, you know, what their risk tolerance is, um, what their time horizons are, as it relates to specifics around investments. Luke, stop, stop asking me about specific tokens. If I knew the next 100X token, Luke, Bro, I would not be on IG Live. I would be balling. Well, I'd be probably on IG Live. I'd still do the show. I'd still do Crypto and Cognac. But I'd be in Dubai. I'd probably be um, south of France. I'll be probably in Wimbledon right now, you know, jumping between Wimbledon and the Euros, you know, checking out the games. Because I would be balling. I'd be a whale then. If I knew, if I knew this information, I would be a whale. All right, Felicia. I had a lot of questions. You know, Friday turned out a little bit different. I don't know where those questions went. You've been drinking too much. Yes, yes, yes. It was this one Friday. But I also had a lot of questions on the actual blockchain technology itself, to be honest. Yeah, so next week we're going to talk about Bitcoin. We're going to talk about blockchain because Bitcoin kind of established this whole market right bitcoin brought together blockchain technology and cryptography to create currencies around that yeah yeah no no i mean the more i read about blockchain technology itself even though i don't understand it because i um uh, i guess uh, the end user of it yeah but the more I read about it, it really is amazing, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we're, already, we're already using yeah. blockchain technology a lot. I mean, blockchain technology basically is, you know, that, that ledger, that ledger that is accessible by everyone. So right now, you know, Coca-Cola uses blockchain technology in terms of their distribution network. Now, that is not attached to a cryptocurrency, but they are already using blockchain technology. Yeah. So, so I think, I think, I... yeah, I think ultimately that we're going to, we're going to be used at one point, we're going to be using blockchain technology as we use the internet right now and not even realizing that we're using it. You know, the okay. same way we get on our app and we interact, the same way we're on IG right now and we're not like aware that we are using the internet. I think one day we're going to get to the point where we're using blockchain, where we're using cryptography, where we're using cryptocurrency um, and not even realizing that we're using it. I'm going to give Felicia an opportunity to ask a question. Felicia, <laughs> I'm not... Well, actually, I was just going to make a comment. I, mm-hmm. I, said, I got into why I got into uh, cryptocurrency because it's it's the future and yeah. uh, um, you know, like my children one is fine one is a music production and they're both very artistic so I'm you know I know it for I'm trying to learn so I could 
person itu nama diagram at least something that they can do and we can you know move forward you know in our particular direction that's where it's going and um, yeah. I was scrolling um, scrolling to Twitter and I saw a couple um, um, live chats and I and that actually is what started down the rabbit hole because I heard Mark Pereira say you can buy a I mean, crypto crypto has crypto has extensive um, use case. I mean, I'm glad I'm glad that Mark was the reason for you coming in. Has a great deal of knowledge in the space, but in terms of crypto as a as a payment system, as a means of you know of transferring wealth across across. Um, space. It, it's it's basically why the El Salvador um, government has made Bitcoin legal tender in their country. A huge part of their annual revenue comes from um, money being sent home. You know, from people who live outside of the country. And a lot of the people in the country lose a great deal of the value of that money because they have to pay all these um, remittance services, you know, and I'm not going to call any of the names of the yeah. remittance services, but we, but we know who they are. And a lot of the value was being lost in that way. And one of the things that they are hoping that happens now that they are able to use Bitcoin as legal tender in the country, is that that money can be sent via the Bitcoin network for fractions of what it would have cost traditionally. So instead of having that money lost to a third party, a lot more of that money gets to their, you know, your family or whoever is in need um, very quickly. So you know, that's just one of the benefits and um my guest next week is gonna you know speak a lot to that yeah. as well. Yeah. Paige, your turn. We we guys I'm gonna give you all a few more minutes because Paige was late. Oh, okay. But I mean I'm gonna give her a blight because she claims she has a henny cocktail in her glass. Um, <laughs> and she, you, tonight she is not tonight is not Paige full of questions. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, no, I feel like I should save this for another time. Um, I was gonna go off on Elon tweets, right? And if, yeah, and if it's like a whole game he's playing, I, I well, I do. I, I'm, Elon, Elon is not my friend, you know. Um, so I don't know. I don't know the kind of guy he is. I can't. Right. I can't. I can't say what his what his reasonings are. But Elon clearly knows his influence, and. You know, he enjoys having that influence. 
What I would say is, and what I recommend to people generally is do your own research. Whether it's Al talking to you or Elon talking to you, do your own research so that you can make decisions based on your situation. Because what is right for me may not be necessarily right for you. What is right for Elon? Elon has a certain level of disposable income that I wish I had, right? But, so I'm not going to listen to what Elon says because, you know, Elon could afford to play, play <laughs> with certain things because Elon be having that coin, right? So, so don't just run and do what Elon does. You know why? Because what Elon can afford to lose is way more than we can afford to lose. So always, always, always make decisions based on only invest what you can afford to lose. The thing is, one of his tweets had to do with, um, when he was trashing Bitcoin, had to do with um, the lack of... The know, energy, the energy yeah. consumption around and Bitcoin. there any transparency with any of the cryptocurrencies and how, you know, the energy consumption is? Because if you're bashing it, then there should be some transparency then. Well, I well what, I, what, I, what, I, what I would say is... I would ask Elon, you know, if ever he were to come on Crypto and Cognac, I would ask Elon to disclose the energy consumption of Tesla and SpaceX and, you know, all the um, consumption issues around his batteries and the fact that, you know, it's not recyclable and, the, you know, he's using battery operated cars but how are those cars being produced is it being is renewable energy yeah. being used so you know even people everybody who questions the energy concerns around bitcoin i would ask them you know do you know what the energy consumption concerns are for your industry agreed you understand agreed. um I would argue, as Michael Saylor has, that Bitcoin is the most efficient use of energy because it actually creates the most value using the energy that it does. You know, if you look at how much energy um, Google uses or Apple uses and how much value they create as compared to how much value is created using Bitcoin, I mean, it's not even close. You know, do your own research. You know, so, yeah. so don't don't get caught up in the various narratives that you see on Twitter or that you see on mainstream media. Do your own research. Don't listen to Al. Don't take Al's word for it. Don't listen to Illuminati. You know, do your own research and you will figure it out for yourself whether or not but I know, Bitcoin Al is a worthwhile investment. Go ahead, Felicia. Yeah. Um, I read that the companies, the crypto blockchain, they're using leftover energy. Yeah. So, it's, so that is a good thing? Yeah. I mean, the fact of the matter is that the, what, what Bitcoin allows for that other industries doesn't allow for is that it can operate anywhere, wherever the cheapest energy is. And it's... it's it, it's encouraged to look for the cheapest energy sources. So whether that's 
um, renewable energy, whether it is wind energy, as compared to some of our other um, our other value propositions. Now, you can only mine gold where there is gold, right? You can mine Bitcoin wherever the energy is cheapest. So if the energy is cheapest right. in Trinidad, you can mine Bitcoin in Trinidad. If the energy is cheapest in Alaska, you can mine Bitcoin in Alaska. But if there are gold reserves in Africa, you have to stay in Africa, despite whatever those energy consumption concerns are, you have to stay there and use that energy to mine your gold. So, you know, for those who have questions about, you know, Bitcoin's energy consumptions, and one of the things is energy consumption does not equate to um, fossil fuel use or, or um, you know, impact on the ozone. Like, those aren't the same thing. But it's used in mainstream media to kind of reference the same thing. You know? Right. So, like me said, go to Google or Brave Browser and, you know, just ask the question. Google has all the answers. You just have to ask the right question. Do your yeah. own research. Hashtag, do your own research. This is not financial <laughs> advice, by the way. Articles, research, as well. You know, What's that? What's that? As well. Slide them a DM. Women, send me a <laughs> page. People listening. So you cannot be saying these I things like that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if, if you're looking for, you know, specific information, I could share information with you. But, um, you know, my information is biased because I have a particular perspective. And everyone's information is biased. And that's why that's one of the points I want to get to is that everyone's information is biased. So that's why it's important as yeah. individuals who are investing their own money to do their own research, right? Because my perspective is my perspective based on, you know, all the experiences I've had, uh, my economic situation, um, and what I've sought out in terms of information during my experience in the crypto market. So don't just take my word for it. Ideally, what I'm trying to do here, as always, is just provide information, provide some education, and provide a platform for people to have a conversation. But ultimately, I want people to get excited. I yeah. want people to go back and do their own research because the goal is to create that awareness, to create that awareness about the crypto market because I honestly believe that crypto is the future. And for the first time in our experience as Caribbean people, we don't have to wait for the first world to adopt it first, and then we get in line. We could get involved now, you know, and I'm just excited to see people get involved, do their own research, get excited about it, go down the rabbit hole, learn more than I know, come back, teach me a few things, you know. Yeah, go down the rabbit hole, you know, in a way, you know, get excited about some parts of it. And that's why I say, you know, just choose, choose, choose your own industry. Choose the industry that you're in right now. If you're in finance like me, 
you know, start with start with finance. Sorry, I'm pouring my drink. I need to look at it to make sure I don't spill. Yeah. Paige, I hope I hope you're having some Remy Martin with me tonight, right? But yeah. Start with the industry you're in. If you're in the finance industry, start there. If you're in, you know, if you're an artist, start there. You know, start with NFTs. If you're in marketing, you know, look at the projects that are disrupting the marketing environment. If you're in distribution, start with the projects that are disrupting this distribution. You know, but you know, get excited and get involved and you know, get the information for yourself because that's what's going to be important. Yeah, I mean, and there's really, there's really a lot, a lot, a lot of, a lot of potential in so many different avenues with this, um, really starting from blockchain, um, and cryptocurrency just being one part of it, I've realized with it. Correct. Which is Correct. Like, like that. Yeah, I mean, and, and you, you could get involved in cryptocurrency and you could get involved in blockchain and never trade a day in your life. You know, you could, you could just, you know, put yourself in place to be paid in cryptocurrency you could you know uh, work Honestly, for a cryptocurrency company sorry, and not right now i mean the whole forex issue it, it, it's it's serious and it's huge i mean um i think that this could be a solution but it's a little bit slow um yeah in terms of you know solve any problem currently yeah i mean at the end of the day we need we need adoption to be to grow um but should not companies be taking an opportunity to take advantage of that right now? My problem is, I mean, I could be wrong, but I just feel like um, there are too, too many businessmen in Trinidad are old school. You know, well, they're not better, but this could solve their problem all now. Well, I mean, human, human beings have to, um, are going to be made aware people meet situations where they are, you know, so everybody's not going to be ready at the same time. Um, everybody's not going to be excited at the same time. Everybody's not going to, yeah. you know, want wow. to embrace it at the same time. I wow. mean, one of the stories I love to, 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 to just reference is I, I'm not going to give up my age here, but I remember in the early days of the internet where you know, they said WWW was 666 is the sign of the devil, right? And everybody was anti-internet. Now, everyone from the Roman Catholic go back has a website and you cannot operate in the world without having a website. Now, it's social media. Every company that was anti-social media has a social media page. So, everybody is not going to buy in at the same time at the yeah. same pace but uh, i understand that you know but my problem yeah. my question is you know when you're in a business or you're working in a business and you have these problems and you're looking for solutions right mm -hmm. and there are solutions there and the solutions yeah. are being brought to you yeah <laughs> and because of the old school thinking or the hesitance you don't, you don't want to try. I, I understand all of that, but then, like, what else do you expect then? Are you well, I mean, what else you want if you don't try? Well, Paige, what I would say is, you know, I, I am a disciple of cryptocurrency. It's basically just you know, waiting. And, I, and, I, and I'm here. I'm here. Their research and as more get Correct. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm here preaching. Like I'm, 
yeah, I'm here preaching to Felicia and Paige, and you know, you guys are going to become disciples, and your guys are going to move into the world and preach to other people, and before you know it, you know, <laughs> the church, the church of cryptocurrency is going to be global, and you know, you you guys are going to be fortunate because you are early adopters, and everybody can be early adopters in everything, you know. Um, and all that you know but you keep saying you know adopted to the industry you're in and i thinking about the industry i'm in right now i work for a company right and all the problems we have and all right. the problems are a lack of forex to get stuff in yeah so seeing a potential solution yeah you know and so is the hesitance or you know the lack to think outside the box that really frustrates me or the lack to okay. take that, so, that jump. So, so here's what to do page right Talk to your boss, talk to the owner of the organization, let them reach out to Crypto Caribbean, and we're going to come in and we're going to, you know, have a conversation with them and we're going to probably show them, you know, some ways in which that the market can solve some of the problems that they have. I can't say from where I stand that it will, but again, it, it comes down to um, us understanding what their problems are, understanding what their risk tolerance are, understanding, you know, what their time horizons are, and then recommending strategies for them to fix that. Because, I mean, there, there, are, there are companies, there are, there are businesses, I should say, who sell, you know, food in the savannah, and they don't need, they don't need a, a, a Instagram page. They don't need an online presence, Right. But there are companies who are trying to reach larger markets locally and internationally, and they need social media. So everybody's situation will be different. Yeah? So, I mean, I don't want to spend too much time hopping on what the have-nots are doing or, you know, the, the people who are invested in that dirty, dirty fiat, what they are doing. <laughs> But, you know, we're going to talk more about it. Um, we've gone a little bit past our, rec our regular schedule. We've gone 26 minutes past nine. So I want to cut off now. Guys, I want to thank you. Felicia, I want to thank you for calling in. Paige, I want to thank you for coming in. Next week, we're going to talk Bitcoin specifically. We're going to talk blockchain. We're going to talk about you, how this info. whole thing got, got started. Um, I'm very two excited. I'm very two hours for that. Two hours. Paige, you keep begging for two hours. Every week you want two hours. I'm not the only one who hasn't begged for that. Here's here's what. Here's what Paige. Stop showing up late. Today is the only Okay, okay, okay. Before you go, I just want a summary. Yeah, okay. So a summary. So we um, talked today we, about I just want a little summary of something. Tell me. Okay, so I what do you want to summarize up? Right? You, mm -hmm. um, we can do it either on the app or on the website. Mm -hmm. But you recommend the app, yeah? I, I, I mean, it's Two, easy. We use our phone for everything, so. Right, okay. Two, um, we need to get a wallet, um, like Binance. So, well, that's a centralized. That is a preferred yes. for UBs, right? Like Binance. Facts. Yeah. Um, third, um, if we want to sell 
into NFTs, we have to get on an Ethereum wallet. Correct. So, so as like you MetaMask, do Binance, MetaMask, Trust Wallet. You buy like Bitcoin, Bitcoin, yeah, you could buy Ethereum there. You could buy most Binance has most right. of the Right, we need two wallets. We need to have the Binance wallet and the MetaMask wallet. Yes. You, yeah, you, you, you two need wallets. as many wallets as you think you need. I, I have, I have ten, ten wallets. At <laughs> okay. <least>. <laughs> but you need to understand the difference between. Self custody and centralized. You know, centralized. Somebody else. Yeah, yeah. You have too many your, apps. Like has your cool. has has your private key? Not your not your key, not your crypto. Right. If somebody else has your key, just understand the same way that the bank could tell you, um, come and come and, come and get your money, or they could say, you know what, we are holding your money because we think it's it has come from nefarious means. A centralized exchange has that same authority, right? When you go into self custody, you are your own. Oh, okay, right, okay. Yeah, so you have your own key, you have your own crypto. Yeah. Own um, Okay. Yeah, and but but for people who but but for people who are moving from the bank. Question. Uh huh. For today. No, so I, I, what's, the, what's the question? <laughs> yeah, my absolute last question would be: We have, well, we have to get. It is better to start with stable coin. Yes. Yes, my my recommendation. My recommendation is stable coins. My recommendation is USDT right. because it is it is USDT, most right. it is most widely used internationally, but if you are only going to transact on right. Binance. BUSD allows you to transact with lower fees. If you're going to interact, interact um, with some of the first world countries like the US and Canada, USDC might be a better option because they um, place greater value on it. You know, but it's it's all about your comfort level. All of them are pretty much one to one with the US dollar. Right, because the USDT, um, I read where it says that is better for trading, but the mm -hmm. USDC is safer if you want to do a long-term hold. That's all perception. So what do you... So USDT... You so, so, so Tether has had some questions asked about them by regulators recently. And that is why people would say if you want to hold long-term, USDC, as in CAT, is better. And that's because uh, Visa is going to start transacting, you know, using USDC on the Ethereum blockchain. Okay. And, a lot of, and a lot of companies, a lot of corporate institutions um, transact business in USDC for CAT, right? So that's why people might say USDC. Right. But most... Pairings for trading are done in USDT as in top. So it's all based on your preference. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
same one to one with the US dog, basically. Yeah. So, guys, thank you again for I joining me. I am out me. of questions. Thank you for getting me started on my crypto journey. Yeah. Page, yes. enjoy, enjoy your drink, enjoy your Thanks view. Thanks for the info. Um, maybe, maybe one day I'll get an invite up there. I'll do, I'll do crypto and cognac from the view. I was trying to invite you. Anyway, Page, stop it. Page, stop it. <laughs> so, guys, as always, thank you. Well, thank you for coming out to Crypto and Cognac. Nice Again, you, not, not financial advice. This is just for information, education, and conversation. Pause next week. Guys, continue to be blessed. 8 p.m. next Friday, next Friday week. night. Make sure and bring your Cognac. It's a special evening. Yeah, we're going to get All litty. Right. You might just get two hours. Have a blessed one, everyone. Ooh, bye. See you soon. Bye. Bye.